Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. According to a new report, Chinese President Xi Jinping assured President Biden during their in-person meeting in November that China would not interfere in the upcoming U.S. presidential election. Great. You know this election is going to be the worst, even when countries that interfered in previous ones are like, we good. Ah, uh, yes. Joe Biden has an assurance from Xi Jinping, ricochet rabbit, that the Chinese communists will not interfere in our election this time. This time. What about last time? Well, you know, they were paying the Biden family millions of dollars. Are they still paying the Biden family millions of dollars? How about Ukraine? Because the Democrats are hell-bent on getting another $60 billion to Ukraine. And if everybody agrees to give Ukraine $60 billion, and again, the Biden family got millions and millions of dollars from Ukraine for favors, for political corruption. President Trump made a phone call about that, and he was impeached for raising questions that 60 Minutes and the New York Times should have been asking. But instead, they wage jihad against anyone, including the President of the United States, who dares to ask questions about the Democrat Party's purported leadership. Extraordinary. Extraordinary stuff. Well, again, uh, welcome back. And good Thursday to you. We remain at 888-630-9625. That is our absolutely toll-free telephone number. All kinds of wackiness going on. And there's the Chinese. The Chinese say they won't tamper in our election because Xi Jinping told Joe Biden. And Joe Biden trusts Xi Jinping, who is a communist. The top communist. Really the top communist in the world today isn't he? And Joe Biden, he'll take his word for it because he's just one of the leading enemies of civilization itself. You got the commies, you got the jihadis, the jihadis and the commies. You got the the Iranians in Tehran, you got Putin in Moscow. I think the Iranians are the only ones that haven't funneled millions of dollars to the Biden family. Maybe that's where the problem is. Maybe they should take some of the billions and billions of dollars that the Democrats have made sure the Iranians get and just give a few million to the Biden family and everything would be better. Of course, I don't know how much more anti-Israel Joe Biden can be. Today, an executive order will come out of Joe Biden's White House condemning Israelis in the West Bank who build condominiums, sanctions on Israelis, not Iranians. No, no, no. Not on communist Chinese. Not he's on the horn with Xi Jinping, and uh, Xi Jinping assures him that no meddling in the American election this year. This year, that's what he says. 
You can take his word for it. Just amazing. Amazing stuff. Now, yesterday, the FBI director, the director of the entire Federal Bureau of Investigation, he is a sneering smug cat that I wouldn't trust any further than I could throw his armored limousine. But he, uh, he was on Capitol Hill yesterday, and he's, uh, he, uh, historically on Capitol Hill under oath, he smirks and he's smug and he, and he lies. They, uh, most of them lie these days because uh, James Clapper, I, paid the James, I played the James Clapper audio uh, from several years ago now. When he said, oh, no, we're not spying on everybody. Senator left-wing senator from Oregon, Ron Wyden, asked him, are, are you in the intelligence community collecting metadata on all Americans, like all of our Google searches and stuff? And he said no. And Ron Wyden knew that he was lying under oath. And he asked him again, really, you're not? And General Clapper rubbed his forehead and said, not wittingly. I don't think he knows what that word wittingly means. But that was him lying under oath the second time, but no consequences. So when FBI Director Christopher Wray goes to Capitol Hill and he lies under oath, it's because he knows that there will be no consequences, because Democrats live in a consequence-free life. Now, again, if you go to an abortion clinic in Nashville and you sing a hymn outside the door of the abortion clinic, then the Democrat Party tells you you're getting 11 years in prison. For this, you get 11 years in prison. The Democrats are saying they're going to get 10 to 11 years in prison for this because they love baby death so much. They harvest the organs, you know. They use them for flossing and things like that. The Democrats don't like life. They're the left. They're not liberals. So these people, 11 years in prison, according to Joe Biden's Justice Department, but you shut down every avenue into Washington, D.C. at rush hour, as is happening right now as we speak in Washington, D.C., to express your support for radical Islamic jihad against the Jews, your, your support for Hamas, and they chant from the river to the sea, and there are no days in prison, no years in prison, no federal case made out of it, no long prison sentences. This is going on right now, inconveniencing tens of thousands of people, infuriating, screwing up people's days. Not like the abortion clinic. Why aren't these people all getting 11 years in prison? It's because, you know, the little Hitler in the White House. Free, free Palestine. They're louder, they're more obnoxious. People should, really, really there should be a law. If I were in Congress, I'd introduce a law that would uh, say that when people are laying down in traffic uh, for a political cause, that you can run them over. You know, if you need to get to where you're going. What if you got a plane to catch? And people do have planes to catch. People do have meetings to be at. People have business to do. Thousands and thousands of people. Unlike the abortion clinic, where the Biden Justice Department, Merrick Garland, who is very corrupt, an extremely corrupt man, filthy corrupt man, and now we'll get back to the filthy corrupt uh, FBI director, Christopher Wray. Christopher Wray testifying on Capitol because, you know, the Xi Jinping, according to news reports, he's, he's told Joe Biden, and the news media is very excited. Oh, Xi Jinping, the world's leading communist, 
who the genocide of the Uyghurs, now there's actual genocide going on of the Uyghurs in China, and there are no protests, nobody laying down in the street about that. Hundreds of thousands have been killed in Ukraine. There's nobody laying down in the street about that because, you know, Ukraine gave the Biden family millions of dollars. And Biden is giving tens of billions to Ukraine to fight a proxy war because I saw some Democrat yesterday on Capitol Hill saying, well, if Ukraine weren't fighting Russia, we'd be fighting Russia. Really? Why, to protect Ukraine's border while our border is wide open? And if that makes sense to you, you need a brain scan because your brain might have died, might be dead, might be no good. The squirrel might have stopped running on the little wheel. Let's go to Christopher Ray because Xi Jinping not messing with our election is the new today Joe Biden is great narrative from the filthy media in the United States of America. The freest media and perhaps the most corrupt media in the world today. Now, I mean, if you're the media in Iran, you've got a gun to your head and you report what they say uh, or else. In Putin's Russia, in Xi Jinping's China, gun to the head, gun to the head. You report what the regime says. Here in the United States, they're this corrupt voluntarily because they're political agents, political operatives, because they're afraid of being canceled or whatever. Uh, But here's Christopher Wray under oath yesterday on the Chinese communists. You know, they have, they've built 60 Minutes did a story on it decades ago. Then they stopped talking about it. The Chinese probably bought off CBS News or something. But the, um, the Chinese have campuses that are the size of small cities with skyscrapers filled with tens of thousands of people. They're all hackers, all hackers. And we're their number one target. And they target our infrastructure. And this is one of the things like our uh, water purification plants, water pumping stations, our, our electrical grid, uh, traffic control systems, air traffic control systems, uh, medical networks. The Chinese communists are targeting all of this. Christopher Ray with a half-hearted, gosh, at least, I, at least I care, at least I'm paying attention. There has been far too little public focus on the fact that PRC hackers are targeting our critical infrastructure. PRC. Our water treatment plants, our electrical grid, our oil and natural gas pipelines, our transportation systems. China's hackers are positioning on American infrastructure in preparation to wreak havoc and cause real-world harm to American citizens and communities. But what are you guys doing about it? You're facilitating because the Biden family got millions of dollars from China? Too busy, too busy targeting pro-life groups with pre-dawn raids in full body armor with helmets, terrorizing children and grandmothers with assault rifles. The FBI used to be such a proud organization. Now the left is here. Different thing altogether. There is a a man named Michael Lucci. Michael Lucci. Nice Italian name. He's with an organization called State Armor, who is um, involved in trying to secure our infrastructure from this very type of threat from the communist Chinese. Michael Lucci with State Armor. They want to disrupt life here in the United States of America 
to break our will to respond to that aggression. So we've seen this in Texas, where I live. They've put malware onto our electric grid because they want to be able to shut it off. That's why the federal government and state governments need to speed and accelerate solutions to protect our critical assets here and to protect our citizens. That sounds like a good idea. Uh, who's doing that? Hardening our uh, our system, air traffic control, no big deal, right? Uh, water infrastructure, electrical grid infrastructure, the Chinese communists. I mean, honestly, they have campuses the size of Dayton, Ohio, that have nothing but hackers in offices, in skyscrapers, all over the place, uh, with an eye toward disrupting us. And there was some talk about that with the CEOs of the big tech companies on Capitol Hill yesterday and uh, TikTok corrupting the children with porn and gender confusion and communism and stuff. But we'll get to that. Michael Lucci with uh, State Armor on the Chinese communists. In the state of Nebraska, they found that our nuclear missile silos are surrounded by Huawei telecom equipment that's used to intercept our communications. The state of Nebraska said that all needs to be ripped out immediately. Here in Texas, they said no investments from adversary nations in our critical infrastructure. In Florida, they're protecting the data that citizens turn over to the state government. These are all essential solutions. We need to build supply chains based on free countries. That's what state and federal governments and private sector need to buy from. That's what we need to build an economy around. We need to protect our critical infrastructure, build supply chains based on freedom, and make sure that that malware and that technology that could be used against us doesn't get into our supply chains. I think Michael Lucci knows what he's talking about. He uh, seems quite well-informed and authoritative and and well-spoken, a rare combination these days in the United States of America. And this Huawei software and hardware that we buy from the communist Chinese And we buy, and a big part of this is corporate America that's been lazy and looking to increase profit margins. So we use slave labor, Uyghur slave slave labor in Western China uh, to reduce the cost. And isn't that wonderful? And Apple does this and all the big tech companies use the slaves that, you know, slavery is alive and well. Slavery advocate groups, they advocate liberating slaves, not more slaves like the left, but They say there are more slaves, more people living in slavery today than at any point in human history before. And that's because of communist China, because of Russia, because of what's going on in Africa, having nothing to do with white Europeans, but never mind that. Uh, Extraordinary stuff. And, um, you know, I got to let's get this uh, last soundbite in here. Go back with Leslie Stahl, Leslie Stahl on 60 Minutes um, with President Trump who's saying China is interfering with uh, our election. And Leslie Stahl is outraged. No, no, the Democrat Party line is that Russia is interfering with our elections. Do you believe that the Russians interfered in the 2016 campaign, uh, election? Well, they they meddled, but I think China meddled too. But why do you say China meddled too? And you want to know something? Why do you say China? Why don't you just say the Russians meddled? Because I think China meddled also. And I think, frankly, China... This is, is amazing. a bigger problem. You're t- diverting the whole Russian I'm thing. I'm not doing you anything. Are, I'm are. saying Russia, but I'm also saying China. But uh, but 60 Minutes and Leslie Stoll have to object vociferously and shout down. That was 2018. 
He was the president of the United States at the time. She stepped, no, no, Russia is the Democrat Party. That's the talking point, not China. Why don't you just say the Democrat Party line as I am saying, Leslie Stahl said. And I know Leslie Stahl. I've known her for a long, long time. But that was that is an embarrassing example of anti-journalism. And today, the White House is proud to say that Xi Jinping told Joe Biden, who doesn't know what month it is, that this time China won't meddle in our election. We should call Leslie Stoll. Let's get Leslie on the horn and see what she has to say about this. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Why don't you just say the Russians meddled? Because I think China meddled also. And I think, frankly, China... This is, is amazing. a bigger problem. You're t- r- diverting the whole Russian I'm thing. I'm not doing you anything. Are, I'm are. saying Russia, but I'm also saying China. President Trump talking to Leslie Stahl in 2018 on the 60 Minutes program. CBS, formerly News. Now, the headline at CNN today is exclusive, colon. They love their colons. Xi promised Biden China wouldn't interfere in 2024 election. Why would Xi have to promise Biden that if it were not a concern? How could that be? And news organization after news organization around the world quoting CNN's exclusive story. Business Insider India, we won't meddle in 2024 election, China's Xi Jinping promises the United States of America. Isn't that amazing? Actually, he promises Joe Biden because he's the hero of the story, <laughs> which is pretty amazing. Business Insider, the Hindustan Times, all around the world, the VOA. Oh, China won't interfere in 2024 election. India today, Xi Jinping tells Joe Biden. Not the U.S. Joe Biden personally, because he's the hero of the story. Pretty amazing. And if you believe him, then you're a moron. He's a communist. Runs the biggest slave operation on the planet. Pay no attention to that. By the way, great tweet. You know, the left has shut down the bridges coming into Washington, D.C. this morning because they love Hamas. My best girl just texted me. She got across, would have come in across the Memorial Bridge, but she came in across the Key Bridge in Georgetown. First one she could get to, they shut down most of the bridges. Took her 85 minutes. Should have been a 15-minute drive. Democrats, pro-Hamas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Now, the, uh, the radical left-wing pro-terrorist genocidal anti-Semite Democrat Party blocking, I believe, five different gateways to Washington, D.C., a downtown in a protest at Union Station in favor of murder of Jews in particular. They've all been brainwashed by the Democrat Party to be pro-murder of Jews. If you're Jewish and you're a Democrat, there's something wrong with you. And they're blocking these roadways. Again, I just mentioned my best girl coming from Alexandria, Virginia, back into the district would take 15 minutes. But it took 85 minutes. And people are trying to go to the airport, Ronald Reagan Airport, which these criminals are making very difficult, very, very disruptive. Tens of thousands of people being disrupted. And again, if you sit outside of an abortion clinic in Nashville and sing a hymn, the Democrat Party Corrupt Justice Department under Joe Biden and the corrupt Merrick Garland will threaten you with 11 years in a penitentiary for a completely peaceful, minimally disruptive protest. First Amendment right up the yin-yang, if you will. Whereas these criminals should be run over with steamrollers. They've chained themselves together handcuff their wrists together, put tubes around them so only a chainsaw could separate them, which might be a good idea. And a uh, great tweet here from Mike Davis, Mike Davis, who is uh, a a pro-American person. His uh, ex-profile has him wearing a MAGA hat. He used to work on Capitol Hill for Senator Grassley, and he works for the Article 3 Project now. And he tweets out with a picture of the protesters blocking looks like Constitution Avenue in Washington, D.C., a very major thoroughfare. Mike Davis asks, how are carjackers supposed to get away with terrorists blocking traffic? And that's about right. And let me say the carjackers, the criminals, I was telling stories yesterday about the Democrat carjackers murdering one man on Connecticut Avenue in his car, shooting another man and had a Trump administration official in the head who is now in critical condition. And uh, the Democrats commit these crimes. The Democrats are the carjackers. We had more than 950 carjackings in Washington, D.C. last year, a city of 61 square miles. And um, what's the arrest rate on that? What's the, that's a pretty low, pretty low arrest rate. And when you arrest them, you know, the Democrats, they, they want to let them go. But it's true, how are, the, how are the carjackers supposed to get away with terrorists blocking the traffic? The carjackers are the Democrat Party. The people that free the carjackers are the Democrat Party. The people blocking everyone in favor of radical Islamic jihadi terrorism and genocidal anti-Semitism are all Democrats. The Democrat Party is a stain on humanity. Honestly, extraordinary, just amazing. How are the carjackers supposed to get away with terrorists blocking traffic? 
Amazing stuff. I tell you. Oh, there were five arrests. Five or four? At the at five arrests at the Lincoln Memorial this morning. Usually they go to the Lincoln Memorial and pour buckets of red paint or use cans of red spray paint on our memorials, for which they should get 11 years in prison. I want every one of these filthy communist terrorist sympathizers to get the same amount of time, if not a lot more, because then they'll assault the police when the police show up. They should get 11 years in prison, like the pro-life protesters, the Justice Department, but they never get anything because the left protects their own. Police telling me it looks like the Park Police, Federal Police Force, cleared up 23rd and Constitution Avenue because they're federal law enforcement and the Metropolitan Police Department is under the control of the left-wing mayor in Washington, D.C., Muriel Bowser, who is pro-crime and pro-criminal. And the city of Washington should be taken back by the Congress and the failed experiment of home rule should be ended. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So we got that. We got that going for us. Just amazing. I just want equal treatment under law. That is in the relief above the main entrance to the United States Supreme Court. Equal justice under law. I'm in favor of equal justice under law. But we don't have equal justice under law in the United States of America because the left is here. That's a fact, Jack. I haven't taken a phone call in a long time. Let me do that. Let's go to uh, let's go to Jeff calling from Herndon, Virginia. Jeffrey, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Hey, thanks for having me on. I so so agree with you uh, that we need uh, equal justice on a lot. That's all we want because we just want to keep the bad people away, not the right or the left, the bad people. Uh, but. You know, you, you just couldn't get triggered, uh, help get triggered by uh, your China con, commun, uh, sorry, comments on uh, the CCP and the Chinese Communist Party. You know, one thing that I constantly notice is that we never really talk about the history of their building their influence. These guys have been in our network. You know, they've been in the wire. I mean, do you, do you name the date? But uh, I think coming uh, when we gave them the most favored nation status permanent in 1998 uh, or the WTO when they were never should have been led in the WTO, they sowed their influence points in every institution in this country. And we're really at a point and even today, you know, and then, of course, our corporate oligarchs uh, just forget that. They're Americans, and they completely sell out to the to the Chinese. It's it's amazing. We're actually in a 1947 uh, position, like we you know, to, uh, analogous to the Soviet Union, except one thing: the Soviet Union never had such economic access to the United States or even the rest of the world as we have given China. So we've got a lot of work to do. You are a hundred percent right. You've made several really excellent points there. And I love the last point. You're, the economic power that the communists in China have uh, secured, because they're and look the big lesson from the collapse of the Soviet Union and Putin and the commies in Russia learned this lesson too. But the commies in China 
learned it well, and they've got a slave labor force of about 1.5 billion people, and they're happy to have slave labor and use slave labor. The genocide of the Uyghurs is no skin off of anybody's nose, as I understand it. I read the New York Times. But the Soviet Union never had the economic power. President Reagan recognized that. Conservatives in the 1980s recognized that uh, one of our most potent weapons was our economic power to collapse the communists, and, and it worked. But the Chinese communists, they recognized that in order, when they saw the collapse of the Soviet Union, in order to, and they plan on dominating the planet Earth in the 20th century, uh, 21st century, rather. The 20th century was known as the American century because we're so great and amazing and a force for freedom, and uh, the world was very lucky to have us in the 20th century. The communists, on the other hand, in China from Mao's revolution, 1949, and the Soviets. Um, but the Soviets, you're right, didn't have the kind of economic power or economic access to the United States and the rest of the Western world that the Chinese do today. Because, and you're right about the corporate oligarchs, using the slave labor to give us better prices on our iPhones and our, and our uh, uh, TVs and, and everything else, and our batteries for our electric cars, using all the toxic materials and slave labor and child labor, but pay no attention to that. And if we had anybody with a brain in their head and a gonad to their name on Capitol Hill or in the Republican Party anywhere, these are points that would be uh, made on a regular basis. But you're right, the Soviet Union uh, doesn't compare, didn't compare to what the Chinese Communist Party is today because the Chinese Communist Party has great economic power, e economic influence, and because we in the West have become so reliant on them for everything from our pharmaceuticals to our electronics. And we were talking about the FBI uh, director, the sneering Christopher Wray yesterday on Capitol Hill, saying, hey, the Chinese are planning on hacking into everything and all of our critical infrastructure. And in large part, Jeff, that's because our critical infrastructure is filled with computers and electronics that the Chinese right. communists sold to us, and they know how to remotely destroy everything. That, 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 that relates to your, uh, your news clip about the Chinese so graciously, Chinese communists so graciously telling uh, Biden they're not going to meddle in our elections. Well, first of all, they own our computers. Or, you know, there's just some assumptions. I don't, you know, we don't need to prove that we have enough. And then I recently was in a kind of intellect, uh, election integrity meeting, and the guy there said, well, we just have so much technology that in our elections that uh, we've just got, we're so invested that we just have to use it. Which is a perfect narrative that exactly, you know, if I was a commie back in COVID times when I was trying to undermine this country by doing these things, I would have flooded the zone with technology and overspent myself so I could have this nice little packaged argument like, oh, we're so invested. You know, instead of taking a point like what's working, not how much we've got invested, but what works. So, you know, it's really quite unique how we're just being set. I, I think it's because we're a bunch of country people who are innocent. We love innocence. We love having a fresh look at things. We don't realize the world is filled with a bunch of street hoods <laughs> scamming us left and right. Well, and yesterday on Capitol Hill, there was a hearing with Mark Zuckerberg and other CEOs of big tech companies, including a, a communist Chinese, well, he's a Chinese um, uh, big tech rep representative, Shu Chu. His name is Shu Chu, S-H-O-U, 
and last name C-H-E-W, Ted Cruz, took him to task on the Chinese communist-owned TikTok, which has wheedled its way into every American child's everyday life and is manipulating their thoughts and their, you know, hey, look what's trending on TikTok. And, they, and it sends them to the next thing, and the Chinese communists are, are uh, controlling it, uh, the magic hand behind the curtain. And, uh, and Ted Cruz took Xiao Chu to task on this. And Xiao Chu explains, uh, you know, because Ted Cruz talking about the, dar- the damage, the harm it does to children. And Xiao Chu says, uh, well, we don't allow it in China. On TikTok in China, you are promoting to kids science and math videos, educational videos, and you limit the amount of time kids can be on TikTok. In the United States, you are promoting to kids self-harm videos and anti-Israel propaganda. Why is there such a dramatic difference? Senator, that is just not accurate. Uh, there is there, a there's lot not of, a difference between what kids see in China and what kids see here? Senator, TikTok is not available in China. It's a separate experience there. Senator, TikTok is not available in China. Now, they're spreading anti-Israel, anti-Israel propaganda. In China, the kids are getting science, math. They're, they're getting education. Uh, in uh, America, the Democrats have run our school system into the ground. People graduate from high school not knowing how to speak English, not knowing what century the Civil War was, not knowing anything about the world around them, uh, being functionally illiterate in a variety of ways. And and TikTok out of China is spreading and sowing anti-Israel propaganda, which the Democrat Party is doing here. But it might explain the people chaining themselves to things down on the mall in Washington, D.C. right now as well. And Xiao Chu says, well, we don't allow that in China. What does that tell you? Right. I mean, that tells you they've got the game wired. But, you know, we believe in free will, right? So what about boycotting? If we, if everybody just did their darndest, everybody, I mean, 330 million Americans just did their darndest starting today to look at Amazon when they buy something instead of mindlessly buying it, say, if it's from China, I'm not buying it. If we did that, we, could, we would break them down to where they need to be in about a year. You know, yeah, you know, you're you're absolutely right. I, I have I run the the Chris Plant store, uh, which is an excellent store, filled with a lot of fun stuff on Al Gore's amazing internet, Jeff. And step one, the first conversation that I had with Landy, Randy Lefave, who operates the store for me, and he runs the Tucker Carlson store and and other uh, stores as well. And um, the first conversation we had said absolutely nothing from China. Not a single product, not a T-shirt, not a coffee mug, not a hat, not a thing from communist China. We won't sell anything. We won't buy anything that's made in communist China. That is a pretty simple, good first step. Now, the problem is, Jeff, we're... Easy first step. Sorry, go ahead. No, it is. It is an easy first step. And, you know, uh, we all who are Americans who love America and want to protect America and protect that Constitution are always looking for some steps. What can we do? Well, if you're boycotting and buying it correctly, you don't buy from your enemies. And that's what China is, right? Yeah, that's right. It's a simple step. But at least they've promised Joe Biden that uh, they're not going to tamper in the 2024 presidential election. And Joe Biden and CNN take him at his word because they're stupid people, unintelligent people, low IQ people, ignorant people, uneducated people. 
with great influence, of course, particularly the President of the United States, who has the IQ of a jellyfish. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Speaking of Democrats and China, now I've got a... uh, I've got a lot coming up on on Joe Biden being an idiot and got some cringe and cobble Kirby for you. But this story is, uh, it kind of ties everything together. The carjackings, the pro-Hamas, the China spying on us, promising not to meddle in our election. And CNN and Joe Biden, oh, thank God China's not going to meddle in our election this time. 87-year-old San Francisco resident moving back to China after being victim of multiple violent assaults. You remember the, uh, the family uh, that was living in San Francisco? I think they might have been from Yemen. And they found San Francisco so horrible that they decided to move back to Yemen. I think that was Yemen less than a year ago. Now, 87-year-old Chinese... Man moved to San Francisco, California, USA. He's been beaten and robbed by so many Democrats, so many occasions that the 87-year-old man is moving back to the communist country that he fled because San Francisco has been made into such a beep hole that he won't stay there anymore. Just amazing. Rong Jin Lao was physically assaulted last year in... uh, uh, and in 2020, and uh, seven and seven years while being out uh, and about in San Francisco, he's been assaulted again and again, knocked to the ground, kicked in the head, robbed, mugged, elderly Chinese man living in San Francisco, decided he's moving back to communist China after experiencing firsthand the city's rising violent crime. Rojin Yao, 87 years old taking a flight to Gangzhou, China, on Saturday to live out the rest of his life there. His son, Jing Liao, told the San Francisco Standard this week, the son relayed to the outlet that his father finds it too dangerous here. In Cantonese, Liao added, public safety situation in San Francisco has become worse and worse. So he's going back to communist China. Victim of high-profile attack in San Francisco moves back to China. Uh, uh, uh. In 2020, Liao was jump-kicked. Jump-kicked. Jump up and do like a flying, you know, kung fu movie kick. Out of his walker. He's got a walker into the street by an assailant while waving uh, for a bus in San Francisco. He appeared in court several times to urge for harsher punishment punishments for the assailant, but no such luck. That's your Democrat Party. And in Oakland, California, where the In-N-Out Burger shut down recently because of crime, the only one, now the only Denny's in Oakland is shutting down after 54 years because of crime. 
Too many customers and employees being mugged and shot. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord, we get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.